to go here for another episode of this podcast we got the week eight preview week seven recap going on right now joined always by dj d frazier and also dante damar bailey um and then also the ninja lurks in uh brandon barrett is here as well um we got a special halloween uh episode of this podcast uh we got the falcons and panthers game going on right now um, we're at the halfway point of the season, so this is where decisions are, are you know, crucial. Um, it's going to be a definitely an interesting ride for the rest of the season here. Um, we have an interactive poll question going on right now, and uh, we're voting on Fab. We're voting on should we be able to trade Fab next season. We're still trying to explain it to my dad here. I don't think he comprehends fully what Fab means. David concurs. Um, how are the votes looking so far, boys? We looking all right? Looking like a yes, which is nice. All right, so that could be a huge piece. Uh, if it, anybody doesn't understand it, you can obviously reach out to me. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he tests positive for COVID. News that just came out recently as well. Um, CJ, almost our first league member. We almost had to put our season on pause. CJ, two false positive tests. But he comes out and prevails without COVID. Two negative tests will do it. He is on the playing field this week. Uh, <laughs> so for um, our week seven recap, as always, we got the legendary Ryan Brennan. And we also have CJ once again. Here it is. Wood bench, I'm sitting. Catch me not scoring with all the points missing. 281, 3308, zero points, zero points, four yards. Mike Williams left the fourth rounders chopped and screwed. Worse than an Alfred Hitchcock Norman base. Todd Gurley went psycho on the defense, but after his accident in the end zone, he was told to hit the showers. Carnage, 149. Rounders, 123. Fuck, boom. He won. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. Up, we have the amusement park taking on Mahoney's homies. Mahoney channeled his inner nerd as the naysayers tell him he can't, he shall. The naysayers tell him he won't, and he will. Kenyon Drake's bosom has put itself away, and Apollo has lifted her skirt. The day has begun. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley form a bond so tight that even a mere weakling couldn't resist. The Kansas City defense erupts and slays a Barakian on the battlefield as they score 25 in the record. 
rectangle of holies. Aaron Rodgers says, I've heard a popcorn in the face, but this is ridiculous. As he leads a mere small victory, but is taken down by the holy kingdom. Rise, he will conquer, and he must. Mahoney wins again. Rub-a-dub-dub. Park, 69, homies, 102. Dirtbag, dirtbag, dirtbag. We have the Zumballers versus the Music City Miracles, and a loser has to root for the Jets game. Music City had their hand full this week as Tom Brady has to use all five fingers to count his touchdowns. Unfortunately, C. Didi score any points this week and let the music die. Don McClon and Joku sang American Pie, and Mr. Unlimited was limitless and took down Muse and Amari Bradley Cooper. Gio Bernard was a great play, but sorry, Justin Jackson, the Zumballers are for real. Ballers 117, Music City. 91. Music City. In our second and spookiest matchup of the week, we have the Ross Dynamos against the Magic Man David Frazier. Tyler Murray takes part in the murder of Seattle secondary, but Chris Carson puts on his Devontae Freeman face and scores three. Waller scores 11, but Inky Winky, touch my dinky. Justin Herbert says, I'm a snake. I'm a slippery little snake. <laughs> and he goes off for 37 points. Zeke had too much candy this year. And boom, as he puts up only four slashes on the scoreboard. But wait, who is this? Deontay Johnson? Huh? Huh? Contributes to the raping, the slashing, and the murder of an innocent child, David Frazier. As David's parents send out an Amber Alert, Darian laughs as he spoon-feeds David liquefied cheesy poofs in the dark basement said to be his home. Dynamos 120, poofs 95. Oh, you're scaring me. We have our big swinging cock game of the week versus Dante Diesel Dennis and all the 57th Street Road Dog villains versus Big Papa Pup, Boom Shakalaka himself, Mike Sr. Kareem Hunt continued to punch, claw, and kick his way into the score column. Scary Terry put up some spooky points this week and said, BOOM! Check out my Tyrannosaurus Higgins, but it was nature that uh, uh, finds a way to eat the young. Drew Brees has emancipated himself from the city of God after he uses 23 of me to say, you are not the father. James Maury Robinson put up the 26 and he might go for two touchdowns on the day. Christian Kirk puts up a 15 spark on the gods and says, live long and prosper, bitch. The Wolfpack is too sweet. Pack. 102, God, 79. One In the final matchup, the Marching Shields take on the Mighty Ducks. Halloween came early this year for Mikey, as his team was not a trick nor a treat, because all he got in his pillowcase was black licorice. Gobstopper Gibson goes off for 18, but the rest of his team was a bunch of milk duds. It was that time of the month for Debo, as he becomes a she-hole, and he runs red with the blood of the ducks. The Marching Shields got a payday this week as Ryan Tannehill puts on his boogeyman face and boom! Scares Mikey into next season. No more Washington Redskins as they put on their black face to hide their identity and score 20 points. But it was Devontae Adams. 
200, Mikey Myers, as his incredible performance horrified Mikey until yet another big pay. He gives CJ some candy, and CJ gives him some dog shit. Big win, Shields. Shields, 122. Ducks, 72. Trick or treat. So, <laughs> once again, another great performance by you guys. Dante? I mean, incredible week after week, you two. Love what you're doing. Dave, incredible. David? I just feel like one of these weeks I'm going to have to be disappointed, but it's like Toy Story. Like, they just keep getting better or equally good like, every week. I love love hearing them. Dude, agreed. You guys are continuing to do awesome things. Um, the next, uh, you know, Halloween special here, we have the Halloween Scaries. Who is going to get the injury bug? Um, you know, it's going to be somebody. Somebody's going to get the unfortunate, um, you know, the unfortunate side of things. Somebody's going to get it, and we have the predictions. Um, you know, Dante, who do you think is going to go down this week? <clears throat> I mean, it, it, what's what's really crazy is the fact that uh, Julian Edelman, out of nowhere, had this procedure, this knee procedure, um, that's going to knock him out just randomly on a Thursday um, after this week. So I, I believe, you know, Edelman is not looking good and that Patriots team isn't looking good. So you got Edelman. David, who you got? We really have to pick anyone for this, first of all, because it's not fun. But Jonathan Taylor has been too oh, healthy. No. He's, He's been too healthy. He's never been. I don't know that he's been questionable all year. He's had no hiccups yet. And as a rookie, like you got to just question the wear and tear the NFL gives you. So he's my pick. I think something's going to go down. And Naheem Hines, we're going to see erupt here in the next next few weeks. That's my bold prediction here. Oh man, that's tough. Naheem Hines might be the guy in Indy marching shields. I'm nervous, but my injury scare: Cooper Cup. Halloween is coming for you, <laughs> sir. The fourth rounders, Cooper Cup, I don't know. And I think that this may be the week where your knee explodes, your head falls off your body, and both arms never work again. Cooper, you're in trouble. (laughs) All right, on to the next thing. So sorry about those injuries to you three people. Julian Edelman's already cursed. Dante doesn't think he's playing the rest of the season. Jonathan Taylor, dead. And Cooper Cup, yeah, once again, dead. Um, we are going to go straight and do an interview really quick. Um, any updates on the free agent auction bidding? Any other votes come in? We are checking. No, your dad said he's going to go with the majority. He's going to go with the majority. That is a terrible answer. That is not a vote. Porky said no. No changes from Mr. Porky. All right. Mahoney, um, yep, yep, he likes him. So what are we Still won't trade, though, but he's in. Yep. Uh, March is in. Darian's in. Carnes is in. I'm in. Dante, you're in? I'm in. It's official. It is official. Next year, you will be able to trade free agency money on top of players. So once again, you can trade, uh, you know, once I use the example Patrick Mahomes for Lamar Jackson and then $5 of your free agency money. So that will be in effect next season. It is not for this season, but that is something new and exciting to the league for next year. Um, we caught up with Ryan Carnes, um, an interview that, um, you know, maybe people don't want to hear. So go ahead and tune it out right now if you don't care. Here it is. All right.
right, everybody, I am here with the one that you all say fuck you to. It's Ryan Carnes, your three-peat Super Bowl champ, your four-time Super Bowl champ. Mr. Carnes, how you doing? Good. I like that intro. Something nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. All right. So we, uh, you know, the first thing I have for you, you got three straight victories. Just when everybody thought you were done, you come out of nowhere. You scored 149 points against Porky last week, uh, absolutely obliterating him uh, with those numbers. You have the marching shields this week. How are you feeling about your matchup this week? I don't know. Their team is tough. Every time I look at the roster, I'm like, wow, wow. I don't know how they are 500, but I think now they're four and three like me. It's just they, they're a really well-rounded team, even without Dak going down. Right. Right. I mean, my. I mean, obviously, I just lost to you know the marching shields and. It was funny. I, I thought that I had a W potentially in the bag, and then all of a sudden their team just kept pounding and pounding away. And even without Dak, I mean, it just shows how good their team is throwing up the po- amount of points that they did last week. Um, is there anybody on their team that really scares you? Yeah, Devontae Adams is going to beat the shit out of Minnesota this week. Oh, man, dude. I, I, I got the full brunt of that last week, though. Yeah, he's going to carry it over to me this week. I think Minnesota's ass and him and Rodgers are just insane together. Agreed. Agreed. And that's why I acquired Mr. Mister Rodgers. What do you think about that trade, Carnes? Uh, I, get, I get it from your side, but I also get why people are saying it was a bad trade. Just based on, I guess, kind of, I guess based on like last year, actually. Because, I mean, if you look at this year, Lamar and Chark haven't really done much. Right. I see why he did it because, you know, you said Sharks on a bye. You need to have points now. Otherwise, you're definitely not going to make the playoffs. Can't go 1-7, seven, Carnes. Can't go 1-7. I don't know if 6-7 and seven will get me in this year. So, it's it's possible. But, it is um, possible. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, to get to the Super Bowl, it takes a certain guy every year, as, as you know. Um, you've been there more than anybody. Um, so, you have Josh Allen, you have Derrick Henry, you have Julio Jones. Those are your obvious three guys. Who else? Who am I missing? Who is that fourth man that gets you to the Super Bowl? I think it's obviously based on uh, his performance so far this year. It's Tyler Lockett. He's receiver, Ooh. I think, number two on the year. Yeah, he's he's an absolute monster. He destroyed Porky last week. Um is there a five? Is there like a number? You know, you have Lockett, your four. Is there a, 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 you know, the top three, the guys I named already are definitely in the top three. Is there like a, a five in that, that like maybe is a dark horse? Like if he performs, like I'm going. Yeah, I feel comfortable with my whole roster right now, but I think uh, if DeAndre Swift keeps getting more involved and getting touches, I think he is like, if, he, if I can play him in the flex spot every week and I have to worry about putting someone else in that flex, Agreed. I think I'm going to be set for... A long run again this year. Yes, I I don't disagree with that. I'm starting to worry about Adrian Peterson on my team, uh, just because I'm starting to see Swift get get more carries and get more involved and be be part of the plays more. Um, it's it's so it's clear to see if you watch the Lions game, they just move the ball a lot better on offense when he's on the field. Agreed. When, and all the time when Peterson's on the field. So if, if Patricia figures it out, I think hopefully you see those carries go Swift. Yeah, the key is Patricia figuring it out, and he hasn't been able to figure out much. So we'll see what happens. He's a dumbass. Yes. Um, Okay, so here's a question that I'm sure everybody's going to love you answering. Who in this league do you love beating more than anything? (laughs) 
God. Like who get? What is the most the, the most satis the most satisfaction that's given out of any win? Like you're like, oh man, my week is made. Who is it? Probably just being corgi was. Just <laughs> 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 because he he talks as much shit as I do, so it's fun to meet someone who we can interact with. And just I don't know, it's fun to meet somebody who talks as much shit as I do. You know the cards and cards and muse rivalry faded away. It looks it looks like a little bit this season. Um, That's dead. His shit. It wasn't even fun beating him. It was just expected. <laughs> the Music City Miracles, man. They need a miracle indeed for this year, just like you said. Yeah, they need more than that. Oh, man. I, he, I disappointed him by not trading him Kelsey. Let me tell you what. He wanted him real, real bad. He, hey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I've never received that many texts from you in one day before, so it was it was a, obviously he wanted him really bad. Um, yeah, that sweet that you teach a land connection could be really good for you. I know. <laughs> yeah, with with Dalton at the quarterback spot, I don't know how good that is. Um, so, anyways, uh, I guess I'm going to turn it over to you really quick for anything you want to say to the league, anything you want to say to an individual player, anything in general for the final thoughts of this interview. I just, like I said earlier, I think my team's really coming together well. And after I started 1-3, I was kind of worried. Uh, Derek Henry wasn't performing well, and then he had that whole COVID and buy scare, and I was looking to trade him, and Julio was all banged up. Uh, but I think I'm, I'm glad I held him through that, because I, I think we're uh, tested for another long run here. Hopefully go back to back to back to back and disappoint all of you guys again. Man, oh man, would that not be just absolutely the worst possible thing in fantasy football history for all of us? It, it would for you guys. I can't imagine walking to the draft room next year if I win again. You guys probably just kicked me out. Yeah, I don't know, Carnes. Especially when you're going to, I'm sure with whatever winnings you get, whatever you fucking buy first, you're going to fucking send us a picture of whatever it is. So um, you send us that TV and say thanks for the Christmas present, like a big old dickhead. So yep. anyways, Carnes, you know I love you, and you're uh, definitely an awesome person to have in this league. There's always It's always nice having the villain, even though you became the villain, one, because of your shit talk, but two, because you are a true fantasy football legend uh, with your four championships, and I appreciate you joining me, and good luck uh, next week against the Marching Shields. I appreciate you, too. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, podcast and league's great. We all love it. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. You're, you're a good guy. Well, Carnes, David, what do you think about the guy? What a swell, swell guy. <laughs> That was, a, that was a championship interview, Carnes. Great job. It was. And, hey, you know, maybe give a shout-out to the league on how – for interviews, like maybe how you should like with the volume or whatnot because that was easily the most clear volume interview that we've had so far. No doubt about it. If you want to go on, uh, to the, on the spectrum, Carnes, best interview, March, worst interview. <laughs> <laughs> March, March, you got. I love you, March, but it's it's, it's a fact. We got should have had a couple more beers before that interview. March. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, going into the next thing, we got a couple trades. There were some trades that were made. Um, there was a trade between a a, a good uh, friendship of teams. Uh, the cheesy poofs are going to send over Melvin Gordon and Chase Claypool to the Ducks, and the Ducks are sending Robbie Anderson. Frazier, walk me through the trade. 
Well, you made it sound like collusion right off the bat. No, no, there was no a collusion. trade between good friends. No, they're, they're, I'm a big fan of the poofs. No. I'm I mean, just being honest with you. Yeah, I, I love it, the poofs. I think overall, and especially considering the league's banter, it was definitely the better of the two or more <laughs> equal of the two trades that were, that were uh, executed. It makes sense. Here's what I see the trade at. Uh, you got the much higher ceiling, but I have the much higher floor. Robbie Anderson is going, in my opinion, to continue to be a top 15 receiver. Chase Claypool has the potential, a potential to be a top 15 receiver, but I'm, I'm a little worried about him um, just because of Deontay Johnson's week last week. So you, you, bought, you bought low on him. And then Melvin Gordon, um, Fumble City scares me, and um, it also scares me that this uh, suspension's looming. And so, uh, But, again, solid players, very capable of scoring touchdowns and putting up mm-hmm. points for you. Mm-hmm. But they do have a little risk there. And then, you know, I, just, I think I got the safer of the two sides. Agreed, 100%. Dante? Um, I, I believe Frazier won the, won the trade. The only reason why is because I've been a big Robbie Anderson fan this year. Uh, just probably like how everyone has been uh, in our league. Uh, but Melvin Gordon, I mean, he's a, he's a drunk. He's having too much fun there in Denver. And he doesn't realize that the ro- the roads are pretty slick, so he needs to lay off the alcohol. Uh, I do love Chase Claypool. Uh, he has a lot of upside. Uh, but obviously you have to be a little bit worried about Deontay Johnson. But uh, can he stay healthy? That's the question. Can Deontay Johnson stay healthy? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I like the trade for myself. I like the trade for Frage. I think it helped both parties. No doubt about that. And then we had a second trade. The Ducks are involved again. The Ducks trade Lamar Jackson, Le'Veon Bell, and DJ Chark. And they receive Aaron Rodgers, Darius Slayton, LaMichael P. Ryan, and Alan Lazard. David, you're the one person that, you know, stepped up for me on this one and made it seem a little bit more you know, intelligent because it sounds terrible on, you know, it sounds terrible when it comes out, but it makes sense for me going forward here. Um, what do you think? I think honestly, and I don't like giving Carnes credit, but uh, on his interview, he just said, um, you know, I think based on last year, the names, you'd be like, wow, that is a horrible trade for Mikey. But diving in, Chark's a 45 ranked receiver in our league. Minshew's got a broken thumb. That's worrisome. He's on a bye, so mm-hmm. good trade there. Lamar Jackson's the 15th-ranked QB in our league, like pretty run-of-the-mill. Um, and so for you, you scooped up a good quarterback in Rodgers. You got some depth, Slayton, 20, he's like 24th-ranked receiver, somewhere right around mm-hmm. there. Not bad. Um, so overall, Lazard, I think it was a, Lazard, high ceiling too, don't you think? For sure. Yeah. And you can stash him on IR for yep. now and yep. then just kind of wait and see. And so I, I do think the trade was a lot more even than people made it seem, but – um, CJ got a couple, a couple good pieces. And Michael P. Ryan, former poof. Former poof. No, will never be a poof again. <laughs> Frankly, Zumbel, a jet, a New York jet, will never be a poof again. They are <laughs> terrible, man. Oh, it's hard to watch. But he did have a nice touchdown last week. Dante. No, Mikey, I like what you uh, scooped up. To be honest, I mean, you gotta love having Rogers back on your team. Uh, uh-huh. Rogers, year in and year out, he's always on your team somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, Lazard, you got to like having him coming back from injury because um, I believe he's going to be the number two target there in Green Bay. It's going to be Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard uh, because since Devontae's been back, uh, Tanyan has been obsolete. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You're going to pick up Darius Slayton. He's the number two uh, option there in New York. And uh, you got to like what P. Ryan's doing. He he looked good last week. He He had a a touchdown. So He did look good. You, You look good. But also, CJ, you picked up some good pieces for your team. Now your team is pretty strong already this year, so good luck. So 
really quick with this trade. So Kelsey almost left my team. It was literally a, almost a click that happened. I almost did it, and I decided against it. Reason why I decided against it, CJ sent that trade, and I thought to myself, who in the past has gotten me there? Aaron Rodgers and Travis Kelsey. Those are the guys that have done it for me. So we're going to see if history proves true here um, and see if it ends up working out for me. But, you know, got to make moves, got to make decisions. Uh, one and six isn't getting it done. Um, you know, having Chark on that bye week is not helping me. I can't go one and seven. I need to, I need to string six straight wins together. Very unlikely, but we've seen crazier things. Uh, the waiver wire, we were heavy with 10 pickups on Thursday. Um, Joe Burrow starting for Mahoney instead of Matt Ryan this week for $3 on Thursday. DJ Dallas, who the hell is that uh, for the City of Gods? What, 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 who is DJ Dallas? Uh, right now, he's the only healthy running back in Seattle right now. I mean, David disagrees. I have some people who are who have Carlos Hyde on their team, and of course, they're hoping that he plays. But uh, right now, the only <laughs> on, the only back that is isn't injured in Seattle is DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas. Uh, we had Nelson Aguilar. He goes to the Dynamos. Derek Carr for a dollar to the fourth rounders. They actually spent money. It looks like hmm. uh, Music City Miracles take Jason Sanders kicker. Uh, for the Dolphins, uh, Austin Hooper for a dollar in total carnage. The Poofs get their starting quarterback who's playing right now um, with one touchdown only so far. He needs more. Um, Teddy Bridgewater to the Cheesy Poofs for a buck. Uh, Saints defense goes into Marching Shields for a dollar. Mahoney's homies are going to take Wayne Gallman for a dollar. And Jalen Rieger goes to the City of Gods for a dollar. I like that pickup, by the way. Um, we'll head to Wednesday where we had – 15, 15 pickups, biggest pickup. Holy shit. Carson Wentz for $14? The City of Gods? And what the hell just happened in this game? Is that oh, my fake punt? Fake punt! First down! The Panthers and the Ninja Fourth with his insider. Nine. The insider over here gives it to us. The Panthers, fake punt. Um, Dante, walk me through this. Carson Wentz, 14 bucks. Nicole Hardman, bye-bye, by the way. Yeah, um, well, if you look at my matchup, Porky has Deshaun Watson on bye, and I, right now Car in free agency, Carson Wentz had the best matchup uh, for the week, so I had to just make sure that Porky didn't pick up Carson Wentz, and I did that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, Michael P. Ryan, what you guys don't know is the deal was contingent on if CJ was able to pick me up Michael P. Ryan, so he spent $13 to get him um, for that trade. $12 Rashard Higgins. He's uh he might be the guy to step up with old Odell going down to the Wolfpack for the 12 bucks. Jermichael Hasty was a pickup attempt for $9, but CJ had already picked up uh P Ryan, which that helped out Frazier cuz Jermichael went to the poofs for 6 bucks. Uh <laughs> Scotty Miller for $8 to the Music City Miracles. He's going to be a good pickup. And Porky went for Carson, so you're right about that for seven dollars. Not enough. Scotty Miller for CJ for seven bucks. Did not get him. Uh, Titans defense six dollars for total carnage. Um, a lot of pickups for Wentz and Jamichael Hasty that failed with Mahoney's homies. City of Gods went for Jamichael. Nelson Aguilar for four dollars wasn't able to be picked up by the Music City Miracles. Carlos Hyde, $4, would not be picked up by the Music City Miracles. <laughs> Titans defense, $3, not enough for the Marching Shield. Richard Rodgers, 3 bucks. Zumballers. Michael P. Ryan, 
And Patriots defense. Uh, Patriots defense goes to the Wolfpack. Back to him, $3. Carlos Hyde goes to David Frazier for $3. Harrison Bryant, Cleveland tight end, had a hell of a week last week. We'll see if it continues. $2, Marching Shields. Um, a bunch of failed bids for Richard Higgins. Um, we got Joey Sly going to the Zumballers for $2. Broncos defense going to me. Let's see what we can do there for a buck. Uh, Matt Prater goes to the City of Gods for a dollar. They get their kicker there. Uh, Malcolm Brown goes to me for a dollar. Very surprised nobody else. Oh, the Poofs, they went for him for a dollar. Surprised nobody tried to pick him up for more. Teddy's down. Teddy's down. Teddy is injured. The ninja sees the injury. Oh, he kicked him. And then crushed him. He folded like Johnny Knox maybe here. There's a silence for Teddy. The poofs are the poofs are looking the poofs are looking real concerned right now. Mr. Harris crunched his head. They are looking concerned. Teddy is on the ground, live reporting here going on right now, folks. 420. That is a symbol right there. 420 is when he went down. Well, that should be good news. It should be good news, but let's see. Here it is. Oh, no. Broken neck. Career's over. Well, I got 10 points out of my quarterback this week. Oh, man. Come back next week, Kyler. Hopefully he he comes back from that. That is tough. Um, And then Greg Ward. Finishes off for a dollar to me, but I think I already dropped him. He's gone. Um, anyway, so we'll go on to the budget info. I really want to take a good look at this uh, because we are low on some dollars here. Um, the Abusement Park with $35 left. Uh, Wolfpack with 38 bucks. The Zumballers with $34. The Mighty Ducks with 26 The Ross Dynamos do it to themselves again. $10 left for the Ross Dynamos. Porky, only two pickups this season so far. $98 left in free agency. Could could prove huge in, in the uh, playoffs. Uh, Music City Miracles with $15. Bucks. Um, Brian Carnes with $25 left. David Frazier looking low, $17. Bucks. Uh, Marching Shields with $38 remaining. Mahoney's Homies with $29. And Dante Low, too, with $12. We're getting down to nitty-gritty. There's still a lot of weeks left, boys. There's still a lot of weeks left Porky, in the city. this is maybe the most impressive stat in all of our league right now. Oh, is no doubt. $98 left. No doubt. Unbelievable. 98 We are seven Pick weeks. Pick somebody up. Seven weeks through the season, and that's just great drafting. This is great, great drafting. Yeah, health. No, that's called health. Yeah, and yeah. healthiness. Yeah, yeah unbelievable you're right. You're right. Health. That's good work by him. Um, all right, well – we actually um, didn't do this last week, and I apologize for those that got very upset with me because supposedly this has turned into a pretty fun segment for everybody, but it's fuck, Mary kill. Um, so <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and go to quarterbacks. David Frazier, go ahead. I'm going to start with my – I'm going to kill. And um, it's going to be an unpopular one because I think – actually, Brandon's wearing it. I think it's a Dolphins hoodie. but Oh, no. Tua, I'm killing this week. Oh, Not no. a good matchup to start your NFL debut uh, against the Rams. Um, so I'm unfortunately going to kill Tua. But he'll, he'll be all right. All He's right. going to have a good career. I like it. Um, I'm going to fuck the shit out of Aaron Rodgers and that mustache. Boy, oh boy, is he going to feast like it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes! This yes. man is going to tear up Minnesota's D. They're not going to know what happened. Um, so we're gonna have a good night, me and Mr. Rogers. <laughs> um, and then honestly, I'm I'm probably gonna marry this time around Patty Mahomes. You know, 
He's got a nice little contract, so that'd be cool. We're going to have a nice house, really good amenities, <laughs> um, and he's having a great year. Great year. So, Dante, good pick. Still think you picked him a little too early overall, but uh, great, great selection. So, so just to make sure everybody understands this, because um, there was confusion by one person on what it means truly. Look at that head. He is hurt. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy is Teddy hurt. Oh, you should kill Teddy because he is done. Um, so just so we understand, fuck is essentially you're fucking him this week of the season. Marry is a long-term relationship essentially. And killing is either you're killing him for right now or you're killing him pretty much long-term in general. So, uh, running back Dante, go ahead. All right. Um, so I'm going to start with who I'm going to fuck this week. Uh, I'm going to fuck Jonathan Taylor. He has a great matchup against the Lions. Reason why is because... Ooh, sorry, Ooh. boys. Robbie Anderson Ro- almost yeah. with a catch David, there. David needed Robbie Anderson almost, almost had it. Who's this quarterback first? Ooh, this is good, dude. Who is it? Can somebody help us? <clears throat> Too bad this podcast isn't being shot live where people could send us some texts and let us know. Ooh, almost caught. Raining. Number six. Number six. Don't know who it is. Dante, continue. Sorry. Uh, the reason why I'm going to fuck Jonathan Taylor is because the Lions are a bottom five in NFL and uh, in the NFL this season in rushing touchdowns allowed per game yeah. to running backs. Rushing yards allow per game to running backs, and fantasy points allow per game to running backs. So Jonathan Taylor's going to eat. No, agreed. Agreed. And also David killed him as well in, for long-term injury in the, in the Halloween scary. So, yeah. so scary. Didn't, didn't, want, we'll, didn't we'll, want to do that. We'll see what happens. Sorry, March. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. That's who it is. Quarterback. Continue. Uh, who I'm going to marry this week is my fantasy running back, Kareem Hunt. Uh, reason why is because uh, running backs who have had at least 13 touches against the Raiders this season are averaging 22.5 fantasy points per game. Hunt is averaging 19.7 touches in three games since Nick Chubb got hurt. So I Very think Kareem Hunt's going to eat. And uh, who who I'm going to kill? It's going to be Devin Singletary. Um, he just sucks. I mean, he's averaging a measly three yards per carry the past four games. He's trash. Give the ball to Zach Moss. Agreed. Um I got wide receivers, um, so I am going to fuck Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is going to have an amazing week, um, and the Jets are super slow defensively, super slow defensively. So I think that um, against the the Jets' shitty defense, Tyreek Hill is going to go absolutely off. I am going to marry – I'm going to marry Devontae Adams. And once again, with Frazier's Aaron Rodgers prediction, Devontae Adams is going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome person to have on your fancy roster this week. Um, He is projected right now for three points more than any receiver in the NFL right now. And also he had a monster week last week as well, proving that the Miami's 31st ranked pass defense is not going to get it done this week. Um... Then we got uh, kicker, or uh, we're going to kill. Man, we should do kickers because I got a lot to say about Justin Tucker. But <laughs> uh, we're going to kill John Brown. Um, here's, my, here's my opinion on John Brown. So John Brown is somebody that he, he's too often on. You can't, you can't trust him in your lineup. He's being dropped in a lot of... Uh, a lot of fantasy football leagues right now. And I think that, you know, I think going forward, I think that that's a guy that's just not going to get it done. Stefan Diggs is the guy there. Cole Beasley is going absolutely insane with catches. Um, I am going to go ahead and give my kill to John Brown. 
We got I got that right, correct? Packers are playing the Miami Dolphins, right? No. Are they playing the, the Rams? Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. My apologies. 31st Minnesota Vikings pass defense. My apologies. I, I messed that one up. Um, so we're going to go to the standings. We're going to look at the standings for the very first time here uh, of the season. And we have our top seven. If the playoffs started today, we would see Porky with a bye with the 5-2 and two record at the one spot. We would then, at the 2-7, and seven, we would have the Zumballers two seed and the seven seed Ross Dynamos. We would see in the three seed CJ versus the six seed Cheesy Poofs. And then we would see the four seed Total Carnage play the fifth seed Marching Shields. That is what we would see in the lineup uh, for, the, for the projected playoff bracket. We have the five teams that are out of the playoffs right now would be the Wolfpack with a three and four record, Mahoney's Homies with a three and four record, 10th place, Music City Miracles 3 and 4 record, then 11th place, The City of Gods, not happy about that, and then we have 12th place, uh The Mighty Ducks that are also uh terrible. 1 and 6 record, not getting it done. Guys, I didn't tell you about this, but um really cool, and this is the shit I'm looking for right here everybody. I am looking for people to do stuff like this. They can just figure out a segment and do it. Ryan March has gone back to every podcast and has found out our week eight preview, our, our, our preview matchups and our predictions. He has done it for us. And right now, this is what we're sitting at. Ryan, thank you very much. We really do appreciate it. It adds, it makes us more fun for us too. I have a 15 and 21 record on my predictions, tied with Dante with a 15 and 21 on predictions, 416 percentage. Not looking great. Frazier is leading us both with 17 and 19, so we're two games back there. Uh, 472 percentage. Shields uh, had the 2 and 4 record when he was on the show, and then Darian with the 1 and 1 record when he was on the show. Um, we got to do better. It's not impressive. Not good enough. Oh, yeah. We'll, no, we'll, we'll catch up to Frazier. I don't know if we will, but what are you questioning here? Are you questioning the amount of games that are on here? Maybe we we didn't. So think of this is the one thing I talked to him about. We did not do week one matchups because obviously the week one podcast was literally just a recap. So we did not do predictions before the season. So you can do the math on it all you want at the end. But Ryan, thank thanks March. Thank Dude, you very much. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. We all need to be better. None of us are even at five hundred. I think that's that's kind of well. I guess Darian is, but a small sample size. Yes, agreed. Um, okay, week eight preview. Let's head to the week eight preview. You guys got your stuff together here. We're going to the scoreboard. All right, first matchup, the game that I cannot lose. It is the Mighty Ducks versus the Mahoney's Homies. Three and four, one and six. Right now, we got Calvin Ridley out of the game. Huge for the Ducks. It is a 9 to nothing game. Mike Davis only with five points so far, about to go into the fourth quarter. Teddy's looking happy on the sidelines. We got life. He is alive, and he may be coming back into the game with yeah. his visor on. Oh, let's go, That's Teddy. huge. Uh, David, or Dante, go ahead and lead us off uh, for this matchup. Yeah, um, Mike against Mike here. Yep. I believe that, um, that the Mighty Ducks will actually overcome Mahoney's homies. Reason why is because Travis Kelsey is going to have three receiving touchdowns against the Jets this Sunday, and that's going to be a huge help to you getting over the hump, baby. I appreciate that. David? It's going to be a really good game all the way through and through. I really think that the um, 
score's going to be pretty solid. If I had to choose, honestly, I'm going to go with the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks! <laughs> Come on! You guys all picked me last week, too, and I fucking lost. And the reason why I think Rodgers against Minnesota is going to be a boatload of points for you, I like Cole Beasley's performed pretty well. And I still am a, Clay, a Chase Claypool fan overall. And you got Travis Kelsey, who was leading the life, I believe, still leading the league in uh, reception touchdowns. So I'm going I'm to take you in this game. I appreciate that. And then uh, Dante showed it to me, and it was what I was going to talk about. Chiefs defense playing against me, going against the Jets at home. <laughs> it's not a good sight to see. And no, you don't be, want that. No, 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 no. But no, they, no. Blew, they blew their load last week. They Dude, scored that's too many what, points. That's what I think. I think you're right, but... Speaking of the Jets, here we go. Bring them up. If the Ravens had not scored a single point this season, they would still have a better point differential than the Jets. The Jets have scored only 85 points this season and allowed 203, when the Ravens have only allowed 104. Oh my God, the Ninja! What a fucking statty breaks out. That is terrible. The Jets are absolute garbage. So play against the Jets in fantasy this year. Oh man, yeah. Mahoney, that uh, KCD is gonna go off for you. Uh, they're they're gonna go yeah, off. Yeah, it's you, boy. scary. But I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give myself the win. And hopefully, I'm just gonna pray to the gods. I really do like my team. I had to play Mr. Claypool. Couldn't couldn't not play him. I'm playing. LaMichael P. Ryan. So we'll see. We'll see how this trade really shapes out. Next matchup we're heading to is the Marching Shields um, with the 4-3 and three record and playing Total Carnage with the 4-3 and three record. Right now the score is 13-10 Marching Shields. A zero so far for DJ Moore, 10 for Julio Jones, and then 13 for Young Ho. Coo, 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 coo. So we'll see uh, We'll see how that plays out. That's a huge kicking game right there for the Marching Shields. David, lead us off. Uh, Marching Shields are going to win this game very simply because Devontae Adams. Oof. And Dante called, too, that Jonathan Taylor has a good matchup as well. Um, so I like Marching Shields. And DJ Moore is a little bit alarming. Not even a single catch yet um, through three quarters. So not a good start for Mr. Carnes. All right. Dante? Yeah, I'm just going to make this simple. I'm going to go with Marching Shields in this matchup. Reason being, Devonta Adams, like Frazier said, and also Jonathan Taylor, I think he has a huge game this Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, – man, this is going to be a, a good game. I am going to go ahead and take total carnage for the 5-3 and three record. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, we're about to see. Uh, the one reason I'm taking this is Le'Veon Bell against the Jets. They're going to give him the ball a lot, I think, um, for against his former team. Uh, even though he's going to get a zero spot from DJ Moore, he has uh, DeAndre Swift, who's really coming along. Uh, Derrick Henry against the Bengals is going to eat. Josh Allen, quarterback. Um, it's going to be a good game. Uh, it's probably going to be one of the closest games that are out there. But I'm going to go ahead in this matchup and take total carnage for the victory. Um, next game, we got... The three and four Wolfpack. This is a huge deciding game. Huge. The three and four Wolfpack versus the three and four Ross Dynamos. As of right now, only one player playing in this game for these teams, and it's on Darian's team, and he's not getting really many points right now. Um, three points for Hayden Hurst. Um, I'll go ahead and leave this one off. Wolfpack is getting nervous, obviously, with this Aaron Jones stuff. I hear it every day. Um, he's really praying. I mean, if my dad can get Michael Thomas back, his lineup is going to look a lot better. He does have James Robinson on a bye. 
Mike Evans, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do anymore. Alvin Kamara, obviously hot commodity. Zeke's not looking as good as he has been. And Justin Herbert, he's not going to do that again, especially not against Denver's defense. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, question mark. I don't know. Nelson Aguilar, question mark. There's too many question marks on Darian's team. I really like the Wolfpack this week, and I'm going to go ahead and take my dad for the victory. David. Oh, man, no. I'm going to take Darian. He gave me the business last week. I do not think the Saints have a very good matchup, with uh, at least in the passing game, with Breeze. And so I think your dad needs to make a, a change there before Sunday, if I were him. Um, and and Darian's just got the running back beasts. You know, you got you got Zeke and Kamara. It's hard to pick anybody else. Agreed. Yeah, um, I'm going to take my brother as well. Uh, reason being is just because, you know, Aaron Jones – doesn't look like he's going to play this uh, this Sunday. He, he didn't practice today. Um, someone he is definitely looking forward to is potentially having Michael Thomas back. He, he came back at a limited capacity today in practice, so I know Papa V is hoping that he uh, practice in full capacity on uh, Friday. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm taking my brother in this matchup. There we go. The next matchup, the fourth rounder is with only two points right now from Todd Gurley. And that is tough to swallow, and hopefully he can get something. I don't even know if he's playing anymore. Relax, he's in the red zone. Relax. Oh, is he playing? Is he in the game? Yeah. All right, he's in the game. That's good news. Falcons are driving. 13 minutes left, in case you guys are wondering. Carnes, what do you want for Julio? There he goes. Ploys in. We got trade deadline. Great to bring that up. Trade deadline is noon, November 11th. Noon, November 11th is the deadline. Um, Dante, lead this game off. It's your own game. City of Gods, two and five, have to win against the best team in the league, the fourth rounders, five and two. What do you got? Well, I mean, I, so far this season, my team has given up a league high, 800 points. So I expect for Porky definitely to score some points on me. But for right now, I love the fact that Gurley only has a couple of points. But like, like I said, he's they're in the red zone right now, and he's uh, and he's running the ball and inside the 10 now. Holy shit. <laughs> um, but – like I've done all year, I'm going to take myself because I have to win this game. If I want to make the playoffs, I have to win. So, Porky, I'm going to win, baby. There you go. It looks like Teddy's getting a nice massage. Won something Zumbel was really wanting from Dante. but yeah, Zumbel wouldn't was, know anything about that. that. Was right, yes, that was right on cue. Um, for this matchup, I'm going to go ahead and go with they need it. They want it. They're going to get it. The gods are going to win this game. Todd Gurley gets stuffed right there at the four, uh, gets the first down. I'm really nervous talking about it. We're talking about this game as as if Gurley – I don't know. I think my prediction is going to be based off Gurley. If he gets a touchdown, you're going to lose. If he, uh, if he doesn't, then you're going to win. But I'm going to go ahead and pick the game right now. Dante, I do like your team. I think you made some smart free agency pickups and roster moves. Uh, having your one of your better wide receivers on by is tough to swallow and your – um, you know, having Eagles defense on Sunday night football at home against the Cowboys is really nice. But I'm going with the gods. That's two votes for the gods. David. Porky in this game. Porky. I, uh, Porky's got a strong team. He's got the most free agency budget. I think Porky right now sits to. Touchdown, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, touchdown. Oh, as I choose, Porky, Todd Gurley gets in the end zone. Ugh. Yep. Porky's definitely winning this game. Oh, man. I'm not changing my vote. I'm not changing my vote. Dante, don't worry about it. That's only mm. He's only going to have, what, nine, eight points after this? This ten. is. It's already a 10. Is it? With a lot of a game mm. left. That's not what you want. He's maybe got two drives left. I mean, it, 
Todd Gurley has the most uh, rushing TDs out of any running back in the NFL. So yeah. I mean, it was it was expected yeah. for him to find end zone. Yep, well there it is. Um next game we'll move on to the cheesy poofs with fourteen points so far. Um only four from his new acquisition of Robbie Anderson. But that's okay. Yo ho cool! He misses the extra point. That's gonna cost the marching shields a point, folks. Unbelievable. What a terrible Are kick. You sure he's on shields? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Young Ho Koo is gonna cost. That's gonna yeah. cost him a point. Huh. Look at him. He's like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, all right, so the Poofs with uh, 14. Looks like Teddy might be coming back into the game, though. Um, only five points from Joey Sly, Zumbel's kicker. This game is monster for Frazier. Monster, monster, monster game. The Poofs have, uh, you know, they have uh, – they really need Miles Sanders back. They really need Chris Carson. They made a great pickup with Jermichael Hasty. Jerk McKinnon's done, Mahoney. Get it, over, get it, get it in your head, and he's done. Um, now he's getting fucking shit on me now that I said that. But um, I don't know. I think uh, Jerry Judy's going to have a really big game this week. Uh, I've been looking at that matchup uh, all week. A.J. Brown has been playing unbelievable football. Wow, he is looking good. Packers defense against Minnesota. Kirk Cousins is going to throw a lot of pick sixes. Um, I am going to go ahead. And, and, you know, I'm not going to sell Zumbel short. His team's really, really good. Um, you know, this could be a Zumbel year, uh, but for this week, I'm taking the poofs. The poofs are going to win this one. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is about to fire home a touchdown to Robbie Anderson deep and the poofs are going to win this game. Dante. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Kyle Zumbel. Kyle, I'll be over next week to give you a nice little rub down. Wow. We're going to freaking change the city of God's luck. And that's all it maybe that's all it takes is just a slight rub down, a little stretch, and wow. that's it. Yeah. Frazier, I wonder who you're gonna pick. No, you don't. You know who I'm gonna pick. Yeah, let's hear it. Zumbel is gonna win this game. Wow. I got a ragtag bunch of running backs this week. <laughs> just kind of threw them together <laughs> the last minute. Uh, so they're not gonna, pickups. They're not gonna perform. Jerry Judy, I would I like your optimism, Mikey, but the dude's trash. He probably doesn't even belong on my roster anymore, but what are you going to do? I don't think it's his fault. I agree. I don't think it's his fault, but nonetheless, he's on the Broncos, and they cannot throw the ball. True. So they suck. True. And then I got Latavius Murray at flex, and he might be good for four if I'm, if I'm lucky. So, Come on, Poofs. Yeah. I, Zumbel's got a good, a good matchup. He's got Russell Wilson. Obviously, that's going to be really nice for him. Uh-huh. And Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, I don't need to go on. His team looks good. Yep, I get it. I get it. All right, to finish this out. Um, we're going to go to the Abusement Park, 5-2 and two record, third place. Um, all of a sudden, two straight losses for the Abusement Park, getting a little nervous. And then the Music City Miracles, 3-4, and four, and sitting in 10th place. He still got both of those Cowboys ride receivers sitting in his lineup. It's not a good sight. And we got Ben DiNucci. He is going to be in the, uh, in the lineup, potentially, at Dalton Cannot Go. Um... I'm going to go ahead and take my brother in this matchup, DK Metcalf. CJ being smart, um, Le'Veon Bell is going to get the start. Um, you know, I think that's going to be huge as far as that goes for the running back going against his own team. Um, old team. And then we got Philip Lindsay. I don't know if he's going to go or not. Hopefully CJ has a, a backup plan there. Um, he did not play Brian Hill, so it looks like he's going to need to pick up a running back. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take CJ here. Uh, what do you got, Dante? Yeah, I'm taking CJ as well. Shit, I mean, he has DK Metcalf in his lineup. He loves that. 
in comparison to Muse, who has Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb in his lineup, two Cowboys receivers. Cannot be looking forward to Sunday, Muse. You cannot be looking forward to Sunday. No, no. And and before I get the prediction here from the poofs, it looks like P.J. Walker has entered the field again. And he, is, leaves his head on. he does not have enough massaging to go on with that. Dante, you need to be on the sidelines and help him out. Sure. Carolina Panthers, Dante Bailey. There you know my is. name. There it is. Um, all right, Frazier, close us out here. Who do you got between the Abusement Park and the Music City Miracles? I just think CJ has the better team this week, unfortunately. But I am rooting for you, Muse, for what that's worth. All right. Well, there it is. Um, all right. Well, we got one, only one thank you to give out. And it's gonna, we're going to go back about, uh, I don't know, maybe four, five, six months or so. Me and Dante are hanging out, and all of a sudden, Dante, I'm talking to Dante. What do we do? What, what, what can we, what can we advance? How can we advance our league? How can we make it better? Mike Davis, please, somebody hit him. Thank you. Um, and Dante says, "Well, maybe we should have a podcast." Um, and then all of a sudden, we start talking, and we come up with the idea. And then all of a sudden, we talk to David, and we get it all three running together. So, Dante, thanks for getting that idea started, and thanks for putting helping me put it together, both of you guys. It has definitely been fun. It's something that is a really fun thing to do um, on our Thursdays to watch the games together and also to have, uh, you know, something to talk about when it comes to football. So I appreciate you guys joining us on this special Halloween episode of the podcast. Good luck to all you guys in Week 8, and hopefully everybody survives. Thank you.